up today. Neither am I. Hey, how about that? <laughs> you can make four of it. I mean, Roger's got a pancake done, so. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the What's on Joe Mine YouTube channel. It is Thursday night. It's 9 o'clock. And you know what that means. Hard Oh, hang on. Got to get that. Yeah. <laughs> Time for the team stream. <laughs> and you see our cast characters here this evening. Uh, I'm Mike Gerzeri. With me, of course, here in the top row. I did it again. That's all right. I did it again with, with the YouTube. I'm, I'm echoing myself. <laughs> mm -mm 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 -mm. I suck at this. Is this your first rodeo? Something like Apparently. that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyways, with me here in the top row, despite the fact that he was late, Mark Weber. I mean. He wasn't as late as Joe. <laughs> I, I was early by comparison. True. Relatively speaking, only Roger was on time. Only Roger. I was. <laughs> if any of you think you can chase down my 14-year-old and get the laptop from him quicker, uh, <laughs> you're more than welcome to try. I'd love I'm, to see it. I'm telling you, man. Laugh, one, one, one headlock, and that would be it. He'd never do it again. It's not, oh, a, question, not a question of strength. He's my wiliness. My he's, ability to wrangle children and animals is legendary. He's getting quicker, and I'm getting slower. So it's only going to get worse from here. Although he, he could turn on the speed that makes him the darling of the Rhode Island Hispanic soccer community. That's what I'm talking about, man. They love him in East Providence. It's true. And for, for those playing along at home, Mark, your credentials. I don't know if we've ever said this on the team stream before. Oh. But how are you connected to G.I. Joe for the folks at home? Uh, well, I'm uh, the honcho, uh, as you so delicately put it. Uh, no, I, I worked at Hasbro for five years, uh, two and a half on Transformers. So if you like Combiner Wars or the Thrilling 30, that was me. Uh, and pretty much the next two years afterwards as the person who followed me couldn't do their job. Uh, and then I worked on the, uh, so I got to work on some of the 50th anniversary stuff. So the, the tail end of the Toys R Us exclusives, uh, Sightline, Shooter, Tombstone, Stiletto. Those are, are some of my, my favorite bits that I got to work on, uh, on the GI Joe brand. All right. Awesome. I, I, and again, not to, not to beat the dead horse there for you, man, but I, I just, it occurred to me, watching a couple of the early team streams that I don't think we ever covered that for the folks who might be new to us. That's true. You know, we, we, we did audio for so long and we had so many beats in place by the time we got here that uh, maybe some folks who just found us on video, yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't know who the heck you were past that dapper ginger gent. Right. Yeah. I'm not, not just the loud mouth, not just the eye candy ladies. <laughs> I actually work. And, and, and guys do. I, it's good yeah. to be popular. Um, compliment yeah, is a compliment, huh, Joe? Compliment is a compliment. I did some work. I, I did some good cooking with some limited groceries. That's my uh, history on the Joe brand. In the bottom row, because she was tardy, Joe Colton. Hello, everybody. Joe Colton, you are the reigning champion of G.I. Joe cosplay, per yeah. the uh, Hasbro PulseCon cred that you've been given in the last uh, seven days. How are you yeah. dealing with your newfound celebrity? Uh, there's a lot of pressure. I'm talking to somebody. It's got a, I got a lot to do. Got to keep it up. <laughs> Give John Cena my best. That's right. Oh. 
I can't see him yet, but you know, we'll see. Oh, It'll happen. It'll happen. One day. <laughs> and bottom right, despite the fact that he was on time, bottom right is where we put our guests. Uh, appearing the for the first time on our program, the of the After Action Report, which we will talk about momentarily. That is Roger Taft, ladies and gentlemen. Big hand for Roger Taft. Taft. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, guys. I like that you Roger. clap for yourself. I'm sorry? I said I like that you were clapping for yourself. Well, yeah. some, somebody has to, so I'm glad you guys joined in. Didn't make me look too stupid. <laughs> But I mean, he—you should have seen. He, like when he first showed up, I told him, "Hey, Roger, you're the only one who showed up on time." And he was like, "Yeah!" <laughs> it was both I endearing and running. <laughs> you know, I like, accomplished you know, something! Yay! Running the mupp the Muppet fire drill. <laughs> <laughs> it's good time. Meep, 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 meep. <laughs> so, Roger, are you a gamer? No, no, I can't say I'm a gamer. No, I, nobody. I, I'm not against it. I just don't have time for it. So I hear you there. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I that's do fair. occasionally I just, enjoy a game, but I just don't have time. <laughs> I just figured it would be our one chance to bring up that the in, in somewhere this month, uh, in the next week, I believe it's the 13th that uh, that GI Joe game comes out for the PS4. So that's if you true, haven't yeah. if you haven't signed up for that one, there it is on the 13th. Go get yourself some. <laughs> Uh, and uh, to settle the bet that we had back on that team stream a couple weeks ago, the, the playable characters, the sixth playable character for G.I. Joe, sci-fi, which none of us had. Choice. <laughs> none Nobody of us had sci-fi. And the sixth, yeah. the sixth Cobra playable character was Firefly. And I don't think we had him either. Mm -mm. I'd have to go back and review, but I don't, I don't think anybody had Firefly. At least it wasn't Raptor. No. I'd be all about that. Yeah. yeah. I love Raptor in the comics. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if the Firefly playable character is authentic to the new figure and yeah. unable to actually move. <laughs> he just <laughs> he just throws stuff. So he's, the, uh, he's like the Cobra fullback. He's got the big right? Turn me around. They're behind us. So I think it was Sean uh, Rizal who has the figure, but he took the vest off. And I got a picture. It looks awful. He looks oh. anorexic underneath that vest. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so he looks like he's got a very long neck, and he looks anorexic. Don't take the vest it. off, even though it looks horrendous. <laughs> Just he sweat off all the weight. He's compensating. Yeah. He's like, give me a big puffy parka. <laughs> yeah. He sweat off all it that weight. Weight otherwise. He's like a goalie in hockey. He's dropping 15 <laughs> pounds every mission. It's awful. Mm -hmm. And so we, we mentioned the comics a second ago, or I did anyway. Mm -hmm. Roger, your project is all about the comics. Why don't you tell us about the well, After okay. Action Report? I will do that then. Uh, thank you. Uh, we just got, uh, if anybody doesn't know, we just got funded today. Um, Kickstarter is at 102% as of right now. So uh, so I guess we're publishing whether we wanted to or not. <laughs> but uh, the, the whole idea is that we're going to do several volumes. This is volume one. This is the Marvel era volume. And we're going to 
do a complete guide to every single G.I. Joe comic and variation of each comic uh, so that collectors can complete their collection and actually know what's out there. There's a lot of reprints that are unmarked. Uh, we're going to have those listed. Uh, you know, the Canadian editions, Australian editions, uh, those are all going to be in this first volume. Uh, we're working on the Action Force section right now, and uh, it's looking pretty good. Still has some tweaks to make, but we're coming along pretty well. Um, we're looking at about eight volumes total. Uh, probably Marvel for volume one. Well, definitely Marvel for volume one. Devil's Do is the second. Gets a little hairy after that because it depends on what we finish first. But we have a foreign volume. And it's looking like at least four volumes of IDW because of so many variant covers, even though they're not that much bigger than Marvel. Uh, but it'll be a lot of lot of covers to cover. So, yeah, that's basically what we're doing. Work, certainly. Yeah. So, so yes, I mean, to uh, to give the specs here on, on we've got the Kickstarter page up on the shared screen. Uh, you had a seven thousand dollar goal as of today, with a, we about a week left. It. Yep, you're at seven thousand one hundred ninety-seven dollars. Yes, one hundred two percent, and still a, a solid week for everybody to get in and pledge on that. It is on Kickstarter. Absolutely. If you look up after action report, um, you'll find it that way. Yeah. So, Roger, when I was describing this to my brother last week, sometime uh, the the phrase that I I turned for him so that he understood what the heck I was talking about was. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like James Cavanaugh's books, only for the comic books. That's exactly what we based it on. Yeah, we are even we're talking to James uh, as a as a mentor, as a as an advisor on this. Mm. Um, so he's he's Dangerous. giving us advice. I know it really is. So uh, luckily, we have not gotten drunk and uh, woken up really late at night. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just means you're not doing something right. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. Well, it is doing. We are doing it remotely, of course. Admittedly, uh, I did stay with uh, James for the last night of Joe Fest, and we were supposed to be up and out of the hotel room by like nine thirty, and I think both of us left around eleven thirty because we were just talking about the book and giving constant advice about it. So, but you know, we were in the zone. We were workshopping. We were we were talking about what it could be and how how to make it. That. So, it was a lot to talk about. And uh, and everybody did. Did everyone have pants by the end of it? Is, is yes, luckily. Okay. Yes. Good, 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 good. Didn't didn't really start out that way, but it did end that way. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to ask the follow up question of that one. <laughs> so, anyways, Roger, like you said, we've we've got uh, several eras to deal with here. Mm -hmm. What has been the biggest challenge for you in compiling all of these books together? Well, I, I think uh, I think I should kind of run through the history of it for that uh, answer. Uh, I came up with this idea about 22 years ago, and uh, they kept publishing books. <laughs> that was that was part of the problem at the time. It was just Marvel. Then De Devil's Do came out, and I was like, eh, "How long is this going to last?" And then uh, when Devil's Do ended, um, in general, I was done with comics. I had stopped reading everything else from every other publisher and G.I. Joe was the last one I really kept up on. And I didn't really want to follow IDW at the time. Uh, price was a factor, you know, $4 a book compared to $3 a book for everybody else. And uh, I knew they were going to do like four to five variants for every book. So I was like, I, I don't really want to invest in that right now. So I kind of walked away from it, but I always had this in the back of my head is doing a book like this. And for years, I thought, well, maybe I'll just go through Devil's Due and end it there. 
Um, but it became more and more obvious that IDW would have to be part of it. And um, I, I ran out of steam for a long time, but then it kind of came back to the surface and I started getting more and I, more and more IDW books. And it just became obvious that I could not do it without a partner. So uh, Josh Egabean, he's, I've known him for about, about 15 years now. And it was through the comics that I've known him. And he did a lot of the behind the scenes information on, uh, on the GI Joe comics in Yojo. He did the uh, write-ups for a lot of them and stuff like that. And he is only collecting GI Joe comics. That's all he collects. So I knew he was keeping up on them. And I have maybe 1,600 comics total. He's got oh. over 4,000. So, yeah, he's he's kept up on the IDWs much better than I have. <laughs> and it's just amazing how many there are out there to, to compile. Um, so as far as and what's he's probably got, he's probably got two long boxes just of Snake Eyes Dead Game number one. <laughs> probably so. Yeah, there are twenty five variants of that thing. That's just that we know of. Yes, um, <laughs> there do seem to be some secret variants on that one. Yeah, the one with feet. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah, there is one with feet. I think. Just one. At least though. ankles, anyway. Just one. <laughs> so it's hand drawn too. Um, but anyway. For me, it would be the IDW part of it to, to get that. That's why. That's a really big reason why Josh is a part of this. Uh, the foreign stuff. There are certain countries that are very difficult. The Asian market is hard to tap into. I, I don't speak any la Asian languages. I can't write any of them, so I can't type the search terms in. <laughs> um, but we will get. We will have most of them by the time we we publish, and we we know we're going to have some gaps in there. Uh, there's there's no way we can find every single book, even though we probably have over 75% of everything ever published between the two of us. So it'll be an uphill battle, uh, but we're looking at about two volumes a year, and I, I think we'll be able to get pretty close to that. So, so. Excellent. So, Roger, are you doing the bulk of the heavy lifting on the pros, or is that are you leaving that for Josh, or how how's the division of labor on this? The the writing portion of it, uh, it's looking like Josh is going to be doing most of the chapter introductions, and uh, probably there, there's going to be interviews involved. Uh, some of the interviews will be him, some of them will be behind. I will probably do like the bulk of the introduction for the whole book. And as far as the rest of the labor, he did all the scanning um, and he's mostly doing the entry um, parts of it. I'm doing the layout work um, and I'll, I'll probably do the real American hero portion of it. And he's doing the international the action force and stuff like that right now. Um, that's pretty much it. About 50, 50 on the, the writing and he, he does the input. I do the layout. Does anybody else have questions? I don't want to. I'm, I feel like I'm. I'm taking over you, the entire interview. You are hogging the entire thing. I, <laughs> I assume. I would assume, and maybe this is too far of a a bridge, but I would assume the foreword is written by Tim Roberts. I don't believe so. No. <laughs> Tim, Roberts, Tim Roberts used to fight me to the spinner rack to get the one copy of GI Joe. Oh, really? Okay. Came out, and I beat him like a dog. Uh, but he got he got the 19. He got 
he got the death of, of, uh, of General Flagg. Oh, wow. And ah. hold that over me at the lunch table at Jewel Elementary. So oh, brutal. A raging feud soon developed. Yeah. So that lasts to this day, clearly. Right. Well, obviously, you know the comics real well, Roger. Are there issues that stand out to you personally that are, you know, high watermarks? Because there's some that everyone agrees on. Yeah, but then yeah. once in a while, there's one that'll that grabs somebody that maybe isn't you know everybody else's favorite too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the ones that stood out for me were uh, um, I think it's one seventeen, one eighteen, one nineteen. Uh, they had um, uh, Mike Golden covers, and they were kind of late in the series for Mike Golden. Uh, those I I was always a fan of Mike Golden, um, so he's always stood out to me. Um, Right about the same time, I forget the exact issue number, but there was an issue that was entirely done by Herb Trippy, and you know he did he did the writing, he did the the layouts, he did the art. I think he did the sketch for the cover, but not the final cover. I'm not sure exactly how that worked, but that was interesting just because it was kind of a standout of not Larry Hama all of a sudden, and it was all pretty much done by one person. So I thought that was interesting. I think that might be one sixteen. So. It might have been that they were just trying to find fillers at that point, like they did right at the very end. I'm not sure. But anyway, it worked out. I thought it was kind of cool. So. I was always a fan of the uh, the Zanzibar cover that had the McFarlane interior art. Yeah, yeah. Because Todd had such a truncated run. Yeah, on- <laughs> very truncated. One issue. <laughs> and and uh, I, when I was working at McFarlane Toys, I was nervous about asking him to autograph it, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if if this is a good idea, especially because it wasn't his art on the cover. Yeah. So, but uh, as I came to learn, Todd's super cool and very laid back. And when I brought it in, he he laughed about it. He was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, my uh, my long run. I see you have the whole run." Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, we we did actually consider trying to contact. Uh, McFarlane to do the cover. Didn't figure we'd get a yes, but we did consider doing it. <laughs> that might be a little too in jokey for your cover. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> maybe maybe for the cover, their first volume. As it is, go ahead. I was going to say that would be truly selling out for the bit. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> As it is, the last week we did officially announce a cover. Uh, we do have an actual Marvel artist doing the cover, uh, and that's uh, Rod Wiggum. Uh, so uh, on your advertisement, that's his art uh, for this episode. So I'm uh, very happy to have him aboard. He seems very excited about it. Uh, that's just the uh, the rough draft. Uh, he's already talked about uh, changing up several things with positions of characters and stuff like that. But it's a good a good overview of what it should look like when it's done. So we're very happy to have him aboard. Good, good, good. I'm going to try and get that up in the shared screen here. Absolutely, yeah. So somebody else hit hit Roger with a question. Yes, hit me. Joe Colton, say something. <laughs> say something. Say something related. Joe Colton. <laughs> You're not involved in the conversation. So are you now reading because of this project? Are you now starting to, to catch up or have you caught up on the uh, all the G.I. Joe comics? I haven't got time to. <laughs> the project is so overwhelming. <laughs> I mean, it's a, 
every every day that I don't have something else that I have to do is being consumed by layout work and and advertising and and posting on Facebook about it and contacting artists to see who can can do something. Uh, uh, Rockley Rod Wiggum was high on my list to do the cover, but yeah. it was hard to get a hold of him. So we were trying to get a hold of other people at the same time. Uh, we did we did contact Larry Hama. Uh, he responded as though he was pretty well ready to to jump in and help us uh but then i he got very busy from what it looks like on on um on his facebook post so i don't know if we had anything to do with that but uh i know we had a very busy <laughs> uh, very busy to, schedule that he purchased yes so but anyway uh we kind of laid off time. i think i think people don't understand how much work it takes into the layout and the organizing yeah. and the labeling and yes. the actual finding of everything Absolutely, so yeah and the only reason time consuming yeah and the only reason we're able to do it now is between me and josh we do have a lot of comics so even if we still need to find some things to fill in the holes We've mm -hmm. got a while before we have to get to those holes. Uh, okay. the, the, the first volume we've pretty well got covered. You know, it, it's it's all the Marvel issues. Uh, it's everything from 1982 to 1996. So it starts with GI Joe number one, Real American Hero from Marvel, and ends with uh, GI Joe Extreme from Dark Horse and the volume two number four. And we're bracketing everything that's English language between those. Um, so all the action force that are English language, all the Canadian editions and Australian editions that are English, uh, then we'll get into the foreign language ones in a later edition. Godspeed to you. That's, <laughs> That's an undertaking. Yeah, it is. One word of warning, and, and it's a new development. Anytime you say action force, you got to send Bobby Valla a dollar. That's true. That works. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, this you're, is in the, you're on the East Coast, man. He'll drive to your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well then actually honestly we've already talked to bobby at the at the joe fest and uh said that we wanted to use his books in a volume at some point and he was all for it he's he said he'd send us all the uh all the assets to uh put in the book so so he's aboard too and here's even uh, though it's not technically gi joe i think we will include it right Cool. For, further down the Kickstarter page, you show some of the detail that you're getting into here, and I know it's it's mm -hmm. tough for if you're watching at home, it's it's kind of tough to see. But basically, for the Marvel covers, even you're getting into the detail of of the different cover markings. Like here in this this issue in the middle, you can see the one with the barcode, and then the direct it, direct uh, to, to a comic store version with the Spidey in the corner. And then another one that's got a little bit of a different marking up top, and then it has a spidey. So you've, you're you're really getting—I don't want to use the word anal on this, but you're really getting into the <laughs> nitty gritty of the details. Yeah, as yeah, far yeah, as uh, like you that, want this that is to a, be the collector resource. Exactly, and that—that's one of the reasons I'm doing it because uh, so many collector books that I've read fall short in some respect. You know, they, they don't get into those details. Um, I, I want to cover every version of the comic, especially the stuff that nobody knows about. You know, like a new collector doesn't necessarily know that issue two reprint, there's two different versions of the reprint, but they're both marked as the second printing. 
so I want to make that clear as to what's out there for them to, to look for. I like you know, there's I always like you have known variants like colon yeah. four or three or. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another part of it. So Roger, while we're, while you bring it up there, say, say, uh, expound on issue two with the different second printings. Um, a lot of the second printings from the, uh, most, most of the second printings that came out before issue 50, uh, probably, we don't know this for a fact, but we, they probably were not on the comic book, sh uh, on the comic store shelves. They were in those pre-bagged sets of three to five comics. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, there are a couple of sets that specifically have you know, like three GI Joe comics in that bag and they're all reprints, but not all of them are marked reprints. So issue two came in two different sets and one was a three, three issue, uh, three issues in a bag and one was five issues in a bag. And between those two second prints, um, the price up at the top, uh, the 75 cents for the second print was printed differently. Uh, they're otherwise identical books. They both say second print inside. They both have exactly the same advertisements and everything. But the the font they used on the seventy five cents is a different font. So why? Who knows? But that's what happened. <laughs> and it's consistent. The five pack gets one of them. The three pack gets the other one. Here's a question: Is yeah. the font Comic Sans? It is not. <laughs> yes, uh, it is just a regular. Well, two different fonts, really. But one's a thicker. It, one's basically the same they use, that they used for all of the books, and the other is a shorter, more squat version. So, yeah, which who, who knows how these things came about? We we will we'll never know, but they're out there. I was trying to find an appropriate location for the universally reviled Comic Sans one, but <laughs> we don't even want it on comics. Apparently not. No, no. You'll probably find it in the uh, in the text bubbles inside, but but not on the cover so much. So, but back but, uh, then it was hand drawn, handwritten, so yeah. a little different. The days before desktop publishing. Yes, the days when everything was when done by hand. Some schmo with a Mac could put out a believable comic cover. Yes. And put Tom Orzakowski out of business. There you go. That was the letter. <laughs> anyway. Say. Anyhow, in order to pledge at Kickstarter to receive mm -hmm. volume one of the book, uh, that is available at a $35 pledge point. Mm -hmm. And is that going to be comparable to, to the volumes going forward? I, I think so. We're going to try to keep it at the same price. Um, most of the other guidebooks that are out there are in that ballpark. I, I think James is either thirty or thirty-five dollars. Um, his books are actually smaller than ours. I think he's somewhere under eighty pages. We're going to be either one, typically one twenty-eight or one forty-four pages for each volume. So, just depends on how much actually has to go into each one. Comparing book sizes with James Cavanaugh. I know it, that can be very yeah. dangerous. Right, <laughs> as you said, personal. As you said, yours is bigger. That's right. <laughs> of course, he's he's physically larger because he's he's doing a larger page. We're only doing eight and a half by eleven, but he's like nine and a half by twelve or something. Like that. Yeah, it's it's not the size of the book; it's how you yeah. use it. Really, that's right. Yeah. Your book, your book has pages. more. Your book has more girth. Yes. 
That it does. I got to assume, Roger, for just for sanity's sake, when you're putting it together, are you going in chronological order? More just or less, yeah. Insane? Yeah. <laughs> More or less, it is chronological order. Um, the, the foreign editions are going to be kind of plugged in wherever we are able to plug them in. Um, it'll it'll either be volume two or it might be volume eight. We're not really sure on that one. Depend because that's going to be the most complicated one. It's got the most holes to fill in, uh, the most questions to ask. Uh, whereas IDW is pretty straightforward and it's just a huge mass of multiple covers. So, um, yeah, yeah, mostly chronological. Certainly in volume terms, it will be chronological. So. And so uh, I see here for 50, a $50 pledge, you get both the volume one of the after action report and an artwork print. And that artwork print is going to be a full size mm -hmm. uh, print of the cover art. Correct. Correct. Yes. So yes. that is. And we're, yeah. We're, uh, yeah. Whatever the final cover art will be. That's, that's what that's going to be. Uh, we are discussing a potential stretch goal now that we've actually uh, reached our $7,000. Um, Couple of things on the on the table for that, maybe a new ash can, maybe another art print, maybe the the art sketch rather than the finished art for the print. Um, not quite sure what it's going to be yet. We're just talking about it right now. Maybe an alternate Kirby cover, maybe. I I think that one would be a little difficult since he's no longer with us. <laughs> give him a call. Yeah, give him a call. That man works. He whatever. Give it a shot. Can't hurt. That's true. That's true. It, it uh, never hurts to ask, man. Yeah. If you ask, it's always no. Uh, this is true, but uh, hard to ask a dead man. So. Uh, look, that sounds like Twitter talk, Roger. That's all I'm saying. Twitter talk. True enough. True enough. So uh, I, I also. Is, go so ahead, how Jeff. long is the uh, Kickstarter? Like, how many days are left? On your Seven days right now. So, okay. uh, so we've got a good week to to get to whatever extra goals we got. So. Okay. Yeah, this is funded as of right now. It's important that everybody knows that we are funded right now. So if you're yes. if you're jumping on here, there's no what if. The book is happening. Exactly. So if you were waiting to see if it was funded before you jumped on, now's the time. Um, it has funded early because they knew what's on Joe Mind was on board, and we don't yeah. back failing Kickstarters. Exactly. And actually, that may have been a part of it because I, I started posting about being on Joe. What's on Joe Mind tonight? And uh, within hours, it was funded. So. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> they were hoping I, to shut us up. That's right. <laughs> I've never understood the mindset of, well, I'll support it if it gets funded. Yeah, that's a little guys weird. Are like that tomahawk is great. I'll buy it if it makes it to Marshalls. Yeah, like, exactly. The wait for Ross crowd, right? Right. You're you're either in or you're not, right? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't get well, that. Never have. Weirdness. Very Weirdness. Understand. Yes. Mm -hmm. I lost the the tab there, and so I see too. If uh, if if you had somebody, if you have a buddy that also collects GI Joe comics, you pledge sixty bucks, you get two copies. So you absolutely the yeah. savings, Roger. The savings. <laughs> Buy now, get two. Yes, absolutely. One one of the uh, people that pledged during the show, uh, Joe Fest. We we were twenty five percent funded by the end of Joe Fest, so uh, we opened that weekend, and and we did. Good, good amount of business. Uh, one of them said he was going to get one for him and one for his son. So that that works. There's get, no, get him in early. No sharing with your kid. Basically, <laughs> but at least he gets one. So. Right. 
True. Well, these, these are all comic book fans, so they should probably get one to read and one to save, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. That's how it works. That's exactly how it works. One for the and coffee yet, table and then one for the box. Yeah, and then eventually we'll do a volume nine that will include the first four, uh, the first eight volumes as part of the guide. So, <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's there you go. Right there. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. Awesome. So, again, head over to Kickstarter yeah. and punch in After Action Report. That will bring you to After Action Report. Featured by our tonight's illustrious guest and co-author, Roger Taft, as well as Josh Egebean, who's a, a fixture in our community. That he is, yes. And uh, and and get your pledge in. You got about a week. Get it done. Make it happen. Yeah, we and we you keep adding see, uh, little things. Yeah, keep every, adding little details to it. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a bigger pledge here means the the increased likelihood. I'm guessing of a more com or it, more complete volume or perhaps less of a need to kickstart later volumes sure, or, sure. or things we, like that. So we will likely do a Kickstarter for each volume, just mainly to keep it consistent, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. It also guarantees people will be able to come back because you'll probably keep your listserv of all the donors for this one. Inform yeah. them that the next one's coming and then build on that. By the ninth Absolutely. one, you'll have 4,000 people right. <laughs> fingers crossed then we'll have to do another kickstarter to do reprints to refill those other four thousand people so. <laughs> then you can do alternate, alternate covers man uh, that actually, actually if we, I, I i am hoping that this does well enough that by the time we are finished with the eight or so volumes that we can do a box set that does have all with alternate covers but that's that's farther down the road and it has to be finished first so that's that's for you yeah, that's where you got McFarland cover comes. There you in go, right exactly. There. He'll do the wraparound box art. That's a, and it'll have with, fast with an draw. insert figure. <laughs> you know, I I know a guy. Um, <laughs> it's true, you do. <laughs> and uh, yeah. he's uh, yeah, he's not a, a Marvel guy, obviously, but yeah. you never know. That might be the kind of thing that he might like to twist that knife. So hey, maybe so. <laughs> We'll certainly get a few more votes, uh, a few more pledges. Yeah, so. But speaking of Marvel guy, uh, we since each volume de deals with a different era, each cover is going to be an artist that is rooted in that era. Uh, so we already have two two lined up for later editions. I don't want to announce them just yet, just in case things change. But two two of them are already covered, and um, you know it'll be fun tracking down the rest of them. So. Good deal. I like it. Yeah. Mark Weber, um, you in? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Colton, you in? I have a wedding in like a week and a half. Well, you can still pledge. <laughs> it's a great wedding gift. Yeah. It won't ship till like Christmas. So. There you go. See? Maybe that's our wedding present right there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe that's it. We'll, we'll, we'll pledge the 60 bucks. We'll get the two copies. It'll be one for her, one for the wrist lock. I was, there you gonna, go. I was gonna get her this big enterprise for the top of her Christmas tree, but the, <laughs> the karate chop woman at the Hallmark broke it. So I gotta yeah. I gotta go poor, poor woman. Just, yeah. just hit it with the, go up something different. Hit it with the I Judas went, effect. <laughs> wrestle that enterprise. I have to update on my story. So I went in on Saturday 
So we had our live stream. I went in on Saturday to get the other two ornaments. And I was like, hey, I was here on Thursday, got the Enterprise. Do you guys have the Ahura? <laughs> and uh, um, Rose from Golden Girls. And they're like, you're the one that the lady broke the ornament for. And I was like, yeah. Yes. So the, then they drop kicked the Okura over the over the counter for you, and you were on your way. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, we heard about you screaming out of sheer terror in the store." And I was like, uh. "I was wondering what that sound was." <laughs> it's a retail store; they have to have it on security video. Oh yeah, uh, it, was, it was literally like me going like this. Ah! <laughs> It's probably somewhere else on YouTube if somebody else wants to go look for yep. that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy lady freaks out. <laughs> Employee breaks nacelle off of Enterprise ornament. Crazy Star, Enterprise Trek lady. <laughs> Crazy Star Trek lady screaming fit right there on YouTube. <laughs> That'll get like 30 hits right there, though. Oh, yeah. It was weird because she just laughed at me. She was like, oh, it's fine. And I was like, you like, no, it's not. Last one, lady. <laughs> oh, oh my God! I have one now. <laughs> so we'll we'll certainly come back. We'll we'll get you to to give us all the contact info one more time at the end of the broadcast, Roger. But in the meantime, Sorry. we got we got some other crap to do. I guess you can we, do it. <laughs> we promised the people post sock. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> So we actually do have questions from the post sock for this episode. <laughs> Go to our listeners for for actually giving us questions this time around. Add to the stream. There we go. Ooh, it's high tech. Yes. Wow. Are you gonna read that, or are you just gonna make us read it? I'm gonna I think he's get gonna it started us. here. We. <laughs> Yeah, well, whatever. God, Mike. I'm leaving it like this. Hello, and how are how are all you all doing? Growing up in the eighties, GI Joe has a special place in my childhood, as I'm sure it does all of you. Furthermore, GI Joe vehicles certainly made play and display that much better. For those of you who plan on having a robust collection of six-inch Joes, how important are vehicles to your growing collection? And that is from. Our good friend, ML Series. And so we'll throw that question out there to you first, the honcho. Mm -hmm. How important are vehicles for your six-inch G.I. Joe collection? I think, and not, you know, not speaking personally, just taking the kind of cosmic perspective, G.I. Joe has always been as much a vehicle line as it was a figure line. So it is incredibly important uh, to incorporate some level of vehicle play with the six inch Joes, especially if you're trying to, and I'm not sure that they're, they're focusing on expanding the collector base or reaching kids yet. Uh, the first year seems very collector focused, but I was, I liked very much that Baroness came with a vehicle simply because it means vehicles are on the table. And when I was at Hasbro and had done a pitch for Six Inch Joe, we talked about the idea that vehicles could be in play 
because there are small vehicles that resonate. I mean, you're limited if you're going to make something that these big figures can fit in, you know, even getting up to a Mobat or any kind of tank, even a Hiss tank is daunting from a price perspective. But there's lots of little stuff from the claw to the jump to, I mean, maybe even a Skyhawk. Like there are some things that could be feasibly priced for a collector that would work. A Ram would be great. So I think there are options for something that's smaller, uh, but it's good, definitely going to be less smaller and more low crawl vehicle. If you uh, if you get what I'm uh, picking up, what I'm putting down. But I, I think it is very important, and I hope uh, I hope that they'll get there. And I'd love to see them take something iconic, vamp or hiss, most likely, and make that the first Haslab offering. A hundred and fifty dollar vamp or a hundred and fifty dollar hiss tank, and just test and see if the collector, if the the spend is out there, because it's really no risk for them, uh, especially because those, I mean, they're not tooled at this scale, but they already know what they look like digitally. It wouldn't cost anything really to blow it up to the correct scale, and then if it gets support, then you spend the money on tooling. Uh, I think that's important, and I hope we get there. So, Roger, you're not on the show every week. I'm not. Uh, what is your – well, I mean, not consciously anyway. We do, <laughs> we, do, uh, we do have some hidden footage that we do have on our channel. Oh, okay. But gotcha, um, gotcha. we don't know a whole lot about your collecting preferences with this new mm -hmm. classified line. Are you in on classified or no? I am – I'm not out, but I'm very laid back about being in. <laughs> uh, I've only bought three of them so far, and it was more a matter of opportunity. Uh, I bought Roadblock only because I had to buy the last figure in the display to take home the display. So I have the display and three figures. <laughs> but uh, I definitely think there should be vehicles in it. Um, I totally agree with Mark. They should, are going to be generally smaller vehicles, and HasLab's perfect for the larger stuff. Um, the only one I would be all in on would be the vamp, uh, possibly a hiss. But uh, if if Haslab did do a vamp, I would absolutely get that. So it is my all-time favorite vehicle of the entire line. So <laughs> would would you get it only if it had clutch, or would you just get it? Period. I'd just get a period. I I'd, clutch himself is nice, but I'm not. You know, the the vehicle is the more important aspect of that equation. So I have something like. 40 some odd vamps all their all different variations so that's true so that would just you, you've got all the international ones and all the yeah multi yeah. it's a it is a parade of vamps at, at, it uh, is and that and now my customizing habits are leaning entirely towards different sub teams of just a vamp <laughs> so. <laughs> joe colton yes let's take you back to ml series question here we i know we sidetracked for roger a little bit uh, okay. how do you feel about six inch scale vehicles um, when I saw the, like, like Mark said, when, when the Baroness came out and had a motorcycle, it left the door open and the possibility of having a vehicle. So, um, if there was a hiss or a ram, totally in for it. I, I know that I don't have a lot of room, <laughs> but I would definitely get one of each. Throw away a Christmas tree. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll some ornaments and just stick them around the trees. Just, just uh, Get a piece of t tinsel and just just 
tie it around and just hang it right up there. There you go. Yeah. Like tie it to the to the branches. Oh, Christmas like, tree. I, oh, Christmas tree. <laughs> they they are definitely important uh, to the to the line. Um, it makes the line, I think. It adds something different than just having the figures. Um, I know, like, the, the Marvel Legends lines, they don't... They're just figures, mostly, uh, if at all. They have the Build-A-Figures, but that, that doesn't count. Uh, but, yeah, like, if they can do vehicles, yeah, I'm in for it. I don't think I don't think they can do the, the larger vehicles or, like, even... Um, uh, a defiant for a six inch, but smaller vehicles for sure. <laughs> I would die if there was a defiant. Then you'd have your Christmas tree. There you go. <laughs> I would totally, like it would just stand in the middle of the dining room on a, oh. on a stand. Well, I mean, it's just, it would hope you like parking on the street because that that's the thing taking up your spot in the garage. That's a minivan. <laughs> yeah. Good gravy! I mean, you hear you hear that, Mark Weber? She went right for Defiant, right? And well, and the, the wheels used to break off the small Defiant, right? That's like, right. <laughs> okay, not okay. So maybe a Terradrome then. Would a Terradrome yeah. better? You just move right in. Right? <laughs> really, that's that's the that's the logical step, of course. Listen, the, the few is right out, but Terradrome, <laughs> Terradrome, ridiculous. The, you cannot do the flag for a six inch. That, where are you putting that? Oh, but you can do a defiant. <laughs> I, Joe, I think you were almost there. You said pterodrome, but you meant fire bat. And that, <laughs> yeah. That's closer. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> May, hey, that's it. Do the you fire bat and have the pterodrome as a stretch goal. Right. As it a build a build a bat a build a uh, terradrome build a yeah. panel <laughs> build a drone. buy as many vipers as possible to then just build the wall. <laughs> hey, a girl can dream big. Like, uh, why I gotta, yeah, why I gotta put that bubble, Mike. It's fair. I'm I'm not here to rein in your your expectations. <laughs> You're you're getting married next week. I'll, you can you can do that then. That's right. The bride gets what she wants. Oh my goodness! Uh, I, I I am going to throw in my make it unanimous here. Uh, throw in my support for small vehicles. I can't afford big vehicles, folks. Come on. <laughs> I, I I can barely but, afford the figures. Come on. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So I I think. Uh, Large vehicles are, are great and a wonderful piece of nostalgia for us, but that is, it is simply not realistic uh, for what they're trying to do with this six-inch classified line. If there was this kind of support for vehicles in the four-inch line, there would still be a four-inch line. Right. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Remember yeah. that pretty good Sky Striker and Tomahawk that didn't really sell that well? That you didn't buy, yes. Yeah. I mean... Mark Weber would still be running the GI Joe line if everybody was this on board for vehicles. So, I, I, you know, us as the diehards, we are going to carry the flag for vehicles, pardon the pun, and and rightfully so. Like we are the ones they're trying to sell that to. But in terms of just in general, no, people mm -hmm. don't want vehicles. The vehicles are for for weirdos like us. 
Mike, I, I honestly never thought about it that way. That it's the fans' fault. It's completely. <laughs> we're, we're sorry, Mark. Very sorry. Wow. <laughs> and I was always so nice to him. <laughs> like I've cute. my life. Jeez. Cue the Incredible Hulk Lonely Man music for Mark Weber right now. Man, I just I I've been looking at it wrong all these years. I just thought they were tired of making all that money, and uh, didn't know where to put <laughs> What's important here is you're not bitter. No, I, uh, be a long time before I even approach bitter. <laughs> but uh, that's that's what we've got there. So all power to. Uh, small vehicles for our our small segment of insane collector people, but let let's all be realistic about it. I think a Vamp is about as big as they're going to go. If yeah. they go there, that's as big as they're going to go. I think Vamp and Hiss are are the high water marks for size. Yeah, honestly, and, I don't I don't I don't think pushes. a Hiss tank is really viable. Um, I, the, the thing about the Hiss is it's hollow, right? Yeah, sure. So, but but uh, where do you put the weight of the figure? The figure's going to make it just flop right over. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think like a hiss tank happens if uh, like if, if, if this line continues to sell like it has for a couple of years, I think a hiss tank is on the board. I don't think it's yeah. happening anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just looking at it as a has lab first Definitely. first shot. Yeah. I'm not expecting anything actually at retail other than the Baroness kind of things, right? Yeah. So yeah. we might you see a Ram with rock and roll or something, fine. You see a claw viper that can't get fat firefly up off the ground, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's not fat, he's just big bone. He's an anorexic firefly with a gigantic vest. <laughs> That's where the fireback comes in. That'll get them off the ground. Yeah, right. I have to say that some of the guys that are listening have already offered to 3D print. <laughs> Somebody out there has a really good looking. Somebody out there has a really good looking hiss tank that they did a 3D printing on. I, yeah. I, don't, I should have written his name down to give him the pub. Some guy did a six inch scale Wolverine. That changed oh, yeah. color in the light. <laughs> Zartan Wolverine, and it legit works. I'm like, nice. Are you kidding me? Nice. That's so awesome, even though it makes zero sense. Hey, if you did Wolverine that changes color, drop us a line at what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. Yeah. We, we need yeah. to talk to you if you did Wolverine that changes color, because that's <laughs> awesome. You know what six-inch figure was driving it? No idea. Not so. Well, no, Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. Oh. Makes sense. Well, I mean, you know, if, if not Covergirl, then Wolverine makes perfect sense. Snake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, before we go on to our, our next letter, eternal credit to ML Series yeah. for hooking us up with Cobra Troopers we never would have found at Target. It's very true. Yeah. The only reason that my collection is pseudo-complete is by the uh, the kindness, well, not strangers, but the kindness <laughs> of the uh, the Joe community and ML series specifically. Much, much like Joe Colton, it's a pseudonym. But yeah. thank you, ML series. 
Our next letter from the postdoc. Do, 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 do. Okay. Wait. Whatever. We're going with it. I, I, I don't mind it. <laughs> Can the audio show up on Podbean? The police frown on me watching video. Whoa. Jake Rose via <laughs> Facebook. That's a little TMI, isn't it? Right? I think so. Right? What kind of video you watch? <laughs> hey, now. Hey, you just got to make an MP4, right? MP3. Yes, yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out a, a nice, <laughs> easy way to get that done. And once I figure that out, it'll, it'll they'll my, show up on there. Is that on my to-do list now? If you want it to be, sure. Okay, I'll take but that. But let's, let's, uh, I'll, I'll, I have to sh squarely shoulder the blame on that. I mean, and because in, in just in the last couple of months, I've moved and I've started a new job and somehow we still continue to have weekly podcasts. So there's just been a lot going on and it, it like learning a whole bunch of new stuff has not <laughs> been possible. So it, it's uh believe me, we're, we'll get there, but you know, in the meantime, Jake, I mean, thank you for, for uh, at least letting us know that you're you're wanting to listen to that, but we can tell. I know there's still an audience there because we still have a, a pretty good following for Rack Time, which is audio only. Uh, you know, uh, Rob's Rob's uh, entry. He he just posted on Tuesday, so if everybody is starving for some of that Rack Time uh, action, then head up to our our Podbean site and and stream it there or download it there. So. But yes, the plan is to get everything that we've done with these live streams uh, from YouTube onto the Podbean site as well, and hopefully I'll get that done before we get too much of a backlog, because good lord, I don't want to get stuck doing 20 of those at once, but what can you do, right? Now that I made the promise, I'm going to get held to it. It's funny that you say rack time action because those are the videos that are getting Jake in trouble with the police. Probably. Yeah. Brian Greenwood has uh, chimed in with six inch road toad. And I don't think anybody's collection is complete until that happens. God, he, he took low crawl vehicle and raised, right? Yeah, that is uh he has pushed all of his chips into the center of the table. You take that Mark Weber. Yes, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit ashamed here. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Somebody mentioned a ferret, and we're seeing a lot of because uh, there must be you know ATV stuff out there at Cabela's or whatever that people are turning into ferrets that look pretty good. That's another yeah. you know good little mini vehicle that could work. That's that's iconic in its own way, right? So absolutely, yeah. All right, something like that. So anyways, <coughs> that brings us up to uh, post-sock letter number three. Woo Not sure if this will make it in time for this week's show, but uh, Joe, Joe Colton, you make the call. Did it make it in time for this week's show? <laughs> Do Your I call, have? Joe Colton. Did it make it? As somebody who showed up three minutes before this week's show started, Burned. Did, did this letter make it in time? Yes, it did. Okay. All right. It's back in. It's back in. <laughs> yeah. Will Joel Colton presents creepy fanboy messages straight from Loser Town return? And this is from uh, via Facebook, the super fan debate. Oh, my God. Yes. 
Yes. And it absolutely will. Uh, yes, they're there they're too. Uh, we want to do that, but it's going to be a, a pre-produced segment. We're not going to do uh, Loser Town live. We're not going to do Lazy Bastard Customs live. Uh, we're, we're going to do those as, as pre-produced segments. But uh, getting that set up right this second, not, uh, not, not so much uh, a thing. In addition, it's going to be a couple more weeks. And, and why is that, Joe Colton? I'm getting married. Uh, yeah, she's getting married. So again, <laughs> right, Every right. How many does it make? <laughs> I think it's four. Yeah, no, four. One was a no, so it doesn't count. Yeah, like well, that, we're not even counting that one because she was only sixteen, and then the first legit marriage when she was twenty, and then there were those two guys at the same time when she was around thirty, and now finally, so that's that's four right there, and so I guess this is Utah for a while. And yeah, now legally, the, legally, this is number four. Yeah. And now the wrist lock as she turns 32. Yes. Correct. See what I did there? Yeah. That's yes. right. Yeah. Joe Colton does, is not ashamed of her true age. She is 55 yeah. years young. No. <laughs> I mean, she is buying Sophia ornaments from uh, the Golden Girls. So. That's right. That's right. And we don't have got, Sophia. Got to say. <laughs> Rose, but uh, Joe, Joe Colton is is not going to be on the show for the next two weeks after tonight. So, because uh, she's she her her nuptials are the what day is that? Is that the sixteenth? Saturday, the seventeenth. Seventeenth Saturday. Okay, so her she's getting married on on the seventeenth, and and so she's not going to be here the Thursday before, and she's not going to be here the Thursday after. And so we have a couple of weeks where we're going to have some guest hosts, and uh, and it'll be me and the honcho breaking in rookies. I gotta <laughs> and, figure uh, that these guys who have relentlessly pursued you with crazy and inane and sometimes illegal requests <laughs> will probably respect the sanctity of your marriage and just <laughs> cut it all out. In look, if, if anybody from Loser Town wants to get that last shot in, this is the time. You're out of time. Right? You need to this send that to Joe Colton now. Might be a record-setting week. <laughs> you, need you, to, you need to make that happen. She could still say yes, fellas. So get those requests on in. Get them in. Get yeah. them to Joe Colton at whatsonjoemind.com. And, and title them all, Hey Baby. You still got time. <laughs> What's I cooking? Good looking. I message. Thank you. It's been a while. Can you still tuck me in? Cot guy, this is your last chance. Your last chance to live the dream, buddy. Come on, cot guy. Sweep her off her feet. Honeymoon location. It's gonna get it, it, like I'm gonna say something like that, and it's gonna get her kidnapped. You watch. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> Gotta watch. Sorry that. for that. Guy. <laughs> I guess no crowing for the ladies. Are you reading these comments? Oh. Oh boy. Oh my goodness. Oh. No, I, I have actually not been watching the comments. I have not. 
I'm, I, I look. I leave you to police the comments. I got other yeah. stuff to run here. I have to. <laughs> I have to get my own machine to echo horribly. I have to to flub up the use of our of our PowerPoint presentations. I'm counting on you guys to take care of comments, right? Yes. You know your co-host with you that they will not stop and to trust her on that. Oh, and Matt no. says, nope, <laughs> they won't. No, nope. no. I mean, the people who send those in don't care to begin with. So what, I mean, we don't. Not expecting anything to change. We're just trying just to. Uh, was I assigned a job and wasn't? Uh, I'm not fulfilling it. By the way. <laughs> no, you're the guest. No. <laughs> okay. No, okay. You get to gold brick on this one, Rob. I don't. I don't yes, have to Robert. monitor anything. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Help, Roger. Sometimes we have to ruin our own thing all by ourselves. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you do that. There you go. <laughs> creepy guys won't let the tiny little inconvenience of marriage stop them from being creepy. Absolutely. Frankly, Diana, we're counting on that. We're banking a lot on that fact. That is correct. We are counting on it. Yeah. A good chunk of creepy guys are married themselves. Odd as that sounds. Well, there yes. you go. Doesn't sound odd, no. 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 Oh. No. Really, that's why we that's why we do the segment so we can show off how how awful people like that are. You know, we we laugh about the creepy guy segment from Loser Town, but frankly, we're not laughing with them. No, we're laughing at them. It's one hundred percent. we are trying to humiliate you. You know, if you if you if you recognize something that you wrote in the Loser Town segment. Yeah, you have to rethink some things. You got to. Yes. Yeah, you should. You're you should not probably. Popular. You're not famous. You're not making the impression you want to make. No, no, that is not yeah. going to get that done. And think about it here: that Joe went through all of them. Went, eh, eh, yeah, <laughs> not eh. creepy enough. Oh, this guy. Yeah, this <laughs> is the one. Yeah, this is the one. This is the one that will break Mike on camera. <laughs> this is the one that will. That will make make uh, the honcho pass out from laughing too hard. Yeah. This is the one. Or stunned. Like, I've seen him stunned before. Like, what? I mean, there were a couple of times back in the day where I, I thought you had killed Godso. Yeah. I thought Gary Godso was dead because of some of the letters that you threw out there. Cot guy yeah. included in that group. <laughs> hmm. Tucking you in atop a nice pallet of Industrial sized cans of baked beans. I did, there you go. That guy's my favorite because he had the the chutzpah to take a photo of the cot as though that would sway the opinion. Oh, <laughs> that's a nice looking cot down there. Yeah, like Joe Colton. Joe Colton's sitting there, but you know what? I something. I, I, I need some spice in my life. I need need to change things up somehow. No, you know what? I'm gonna go live in some dude's basement and sleep on a cot. Yeah, like that's, that's the front count of my, That's yeah. that's perfectly like logical. Cleaning supplies, like he was all set. Yeah. So you, you missed a, one there. I know yeah. we make fun of these guys, but yeah. but uh, you missed one there. That was that was your chance. That was your that's, chance yeah. at was, the high life. As I recall, that basement was rather meticulous, right? Yes. Like yes. in a it, dexter the, sort of way. 
Yeah, all the yeah. uh, the cans were turned. Uh huh. Like very neatly. Yep. Oh. And, and the Diana the truck guy and the beans offered guy, same guy. Yeah, same guy. I like how the camera was creatively positioned to avoid the chains and clown masks on the wall. Yeah. yeah. He was I like how he had pulled open part of the, the blanket for the right? cot and they like oh and like folded it neatly. Like look, if you were gonna present a cot as as premier deluxe bedding. Yeah. <laughs> he did it as as well as it could have possibly been done. If a if a cot could give you a come hither look, that, that was exactly. Was. Exactly. That cot was going and you were going no. And, and for our, our longtime fans, like Mark was not on Cot Guy episode, obviously. It was way back in the audio days. But Cot Guy was so memorable that we held on to the picture so that Mark has seen all the pictures. Right. Yeah. Like that's how good Cot Guy was. You guys, I forget if it was on a show or on a pre show where you guys mentioned Cot Guy. And I said, Who's Cot Guy? And you're like, Oh, yeah. my God, it's on. And then you showed me the most disturbing photo. I still have nightmares about it. And then we got rid of Joe's toe and you showed me the cot. <laughs> Of doom. Uh. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Roger. Thanks. Hey, Roger. Aren't you glad you waited hey. 10 years for this, Roger? I, this I am, yeah. I, I guess this is the hazing ritual, right? <laughs> no, well, I mean, it, it, you're not even the one getting hazed. That's the... I know. I, mean, that's, that's I just really, have that's, to witness it. That's all there is to it. <laughs> that's why you're... This is, this is like the white glove treatment for you. <laughs> I do have to note, was the uh, cot at least a high thread count? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Tough to tell from the roof. Yeah. There was pretty poor lighting in the picture, but it's, it, looked, it looked like a high-quality cot at least. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Out of it. So I, it was probably pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, it was, not, it was not homemade. It looked at least army surplus or better. Yeah. <laughs> high watermark, very much. It was very it, meticulously kept. Yeah. If, if you were going to offer a lady a cot, this was the cot. Yeah. No great shocker that no one had actually slept in the cot. Before. No, none whatsoever. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a Boston Robbins sort of now serving situation. It was girl. He, no he number thought very <laughs> thought very carefully before deciding which cosplayer he was going to send that invitation to. Yeah. And Joe Colton, you know, she she rolled boxcars. She got oh. the win. And and frankly, shouldn't shouldn't she always be your choice? I suppose so. Right. right. So, anyways, uh, happy happy marriage to you, Joe Colton. I know we've we've said it several times before, and we'll say it several times again. Yeah. But uh, we'll segue from cot guy to congratulations once more on your impending nuptial. Yeah, we're so glad we're so glad you picked this guy instead of Buffalo Bill. And right. it, uh, May there be many good cots in your future. <laughs> I remember a couple of years ago when I when I met Wes for the first time, and I realized this is not a man who sleeps on cots. <laughs> well, he and I felt, 
It was because, you know, I mean, you know, before before Wes, you had been in a relationship for a long time. We were all very concerned. Is she rebounding here? Is this is this a cot gentleman? <laughs> and then we, we met Wes and we realized, no, Wes, Wes kicks ass. So yeah. we, 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 we stopped being concerned at that point. I feel like he was more like holding on for dear life. This woman does not stop moving. <laughs> well, I mean, he's holding on for dear life because you're probably going to trip over something. <laughs> so he's, he's, holding, he's holding you up for dear life. Frankly. <laughs> Sounds Nobody's, like a supportive relationship. <laughs> that's right. It's, it's, he's a good man. He's a good man. He is. He he's is a good a, little guy. There you go. There you go with the height jokes again. <laughs> no heels for your cosplay in the future. <laughs> no. no. Uh, oh, no. no <laughs> he's, he wears lifts now. <laughs> Like, look, I'm six foot one, Roger. I'm not a short man. You're like, you're a no, giant you're man. You're a giant man. So nobody, you're like, yeah. you, you don't necessarily recognize that. But <laughs> I'm only like an inch taller than you. Did. Yeah. No, no, you're a tall dude. You. I am. Like Roger, you're like six five. You know, you're 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 even bigger than the honcho. Yeah. But but there's there's times when 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 our friend Joe Colton is wearing heels that, like, she's looking down on me. Yeah, yeah. I, I have point, been next to her, and she just gets yeah. Like I'm worried about her safety more than anything else. <laughs> right. Yes. I am more likely to trip in sneakers or flats than I am in heels. This but is the, true. The fall is higher. That's all there yes. is. To it. It's true. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's true. I've seen yeah, yeah. seen this in action when she's in costume, and and uh, and we have called action. She's right as rain. She doesn't. She, she's good. But as soon as, <laughs> soon as the, as soon as the show is done, right on her face, stumbling over everything. T-shirt and a beer. <laughs> hey Joe, given the height disparity, and you and your uh, soon-to-be husband's proclivities for cosplay, yeah. have you guys ever thought of going as Tom and Nicole, Cruz and Kidman? Oh. No, no. I wanted to do Top Gun, but he won't do it. Why he not? Like the movie. He doesn't feel the need. No. So Sarah and I are doing it. He All right. Like right. the movie. Yeah, right? He's like, no, no. I don't like that movie. It's that whole playing with the boys sand volleyball scene, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so Sarah and I are doing it. Fair enough. He thinks Tim Robbins was underutilized. Yeah. And Merlin deserved a bigger role. He did. Anyway. So let's move on. And uh, we'll, we'll very briefly get into uh, what we got in, where we humble brag about the stuff that we've gotten yeah. G.I. Joe-wise in the last week. Mark Weber, what'd you get in this week? Ooh, courtesy of Walmart. I know most people have it, but if they want it, it's a good looking But the big news. My friends at the network let me know today that my Cobra Commander figure is supposedly in the mail. So, we'll see. All right. Yeah, we'll see. At, at the network? Network. All right. Yeah, they, they, I did a customer service complaint to them because they said, oh, it'll, not now, it'll be in a month. 
And I'm like, uh, so I gave them a customer service thing and they followed it up back on your experience, you know, ordering with the network. And I said, oh, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't, you know, it doesn't do any good to be an, an outright jerk. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I did the don't you know who I am thing a little bit and said, you know, I, I actually have some experience in the toy industry and worked on this brand at Hasbro. And you have cataclysmically failed in this attempted launch and, and desire to bring people to your site. So, you know, the fact that you continue to screw it up is not that big a surprise. Uh, I really think this as an exercise in what not to do. So we'll see if my figure comes crushed. Maybe they had to wait until they found stock at Walmart to buy it to right. so they could ship it to you. <laughs> no, well, nobody's finding stock at Walmart. No, no, not at all. Man. Anyway, Joe Colton, what'd you get in this week? So, uh, a friend slash fan surprised me and sent me a wedding gift in advance and sent me the, Ooh, nice. yeah, and then, pretty, <laughs> but I haven't had, um, I'm not brave enough to take him out of the package. You know, I, I just, I've had mine. I've had mine since last week, and I can't say that I have either. No, okay. Whew. Yeah. You're not so alone. Stare at him. And every for the every night. time I pick up that box, I just wind up playing with it and doing the doing the <laughs> unveiling entrance thing. Just yeah. So I I he he had a sent me a PM and said, "Hey, I need your address," and I was like, "Okay." So you know. Gave him my address. And then he said, do you want the tracking number? And I was like, what? And he was like, oh, I have to send you something. It's a wedding gift. And I was like, we didn't register mm. anywhere because 20 is bad. So um, I go to the box and there's this package. And I open it up and I was like, what is happening? So Of course, now, now that your address is out there. Right. Now that your address is out there, you're going to wake up on a cot one morning next week. Absolutely. I, I have a mailbox and I have people, like if they ask for my address, that's the address. I, I know you're smarter than that. Yes, I, I know. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, no, believe me. I, I we, we tease you about it, but I, I take notes from you on how to deal with the public. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else in Joe Colton? Mm -mm. All right. Besides the wedding Not stuff. Sure. All right. No, uh, any any further adventures? Uh, breaking breaking crap at the Hallmark store. No, <laughs> I got a Betty White figure and a Hura figure. See, there you go. So you got that in this week. Mm -hmm. Roger Taft. Hey, did you get in? I I don't get much, honestly. I'm a vintage collector more than anything. Uh, I do grab the the modern stuff if I see it. Uh, but two hours ago, I actually found something, and uh, this was on my way home. It's the only one from this line I've even seen in person. <laughs> well, not counting being at shows, but in, in in the wild, as they say, found that at Walmart on the way home, and it was the only one there. And it's because it's got a little damage to the corner. That's why it was left behind. But I'm fine with that. So <laughs> honestly, it's a beautiful figure. 
the the sculpt is great, the accessories are great, the card art's great, but the whole package just missed the mark that they were going for, and it's not the nostalgic the thing they were shooting for. So, but I still have one. So that's pretty much it. That and and I got a book funded. So there you Indeed. go. You'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Not a bad week. Not a yeah. bad week at all. I, uh, I I got one item in this week, and it is from last Christmas. <laughs> and it is because uh, right here, it's it's a thunder machine. It's a very nice thunder machine that was purchased by my brother at, looks like from the, 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 the bags and the tags, Kokomo Toys. And there's, nice. there's thunder, or, or thrasher rather, with a little lacrosse thing on the side. And it is really just an, it's impeccable. It's a beautiful thunder machine. Yeah. Um, now, why why did it take 10 months to get a Christmas <laughs> present from the person whose apartment I'm living in? It's because he <laughs> he took it to my folks' place, and I didn't go to my folks' place for Christmas this past year. And then, you know, a pandemic hit. And so I didn't see them until Monday. They had to come here to Indianapolis for a doctor's appointment. So I saw my folks for the first time in that, you know, 10 months or 11 months. Um, and they brought it then. So, yeah, like technically Christmas present from Ragtime Rob should have needed to travel all of three feet. But it, it crossed many, many miles. And so I finally got it this week. And that's what I got in. This is a thunder machine with, with Thrasher and his little stick. Now Sounds like it's time for an oil change. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mike, you got to write a thank you note now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I hope Proper. he's not holding his breath on that one. Proper. You can give it to him in 10 months. Right. <laughs> I, right. I will say that it is a guy that runs a brick and mortar store. Uh, that that cage on the front is in very nice condition. I, I have not gotten one in that's not crushed. <laughs> so Either good job on that. Yeah, either crushed or overcompensated. They try to pull it out, and it's ripped off. Right yeah, in the back. yeah. So, yeah, it's one, one way or the other. And that brings us to shout-outs. Roger, you're our guest. Why don't you send your, some shout-outs out there first? People uh, that you want to thank in the okay, community or, or in your life that uh, that you need to decide need to get some face time. Okay. Well, I uh, wasn't expecting that one, so I'm not prepared. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I have to go with Josh, uh, have her help me with the book. book. It literally would not help. We literally could not do this book without him. Uh, even if it wasn't for the uh, the issues that he has that I don't have, uh, he's pushing it forward in, in a way that I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do this on my own. Uh, James, um, James Cavanaugh, for the same reason. He's helping us with a lot of background. Um, how to do things, advice on how noted to author James Cavanaugh. No, yes, noted author James Cavanaugh. <laughs> Always forget such a uh, a thing. But yeah, he's been both of them have been a massive help with it. Um, I'd like to thank the uh, two other podcasts I've been on: um, uh, Order of Battle and um, Star Joe's. Uh, both the uh, Order of Battle was the first time I'd ever been on anything like this at all, and it went very well considering it was just done quickly in a setup in a hotel room at Joe Fest. That went very well. And uh, Star Joe's got a, a bigger audience on top of it. So uh, all those helped. And everybody that has not just supported the, the book, but um, posted more, you know, spread out the word on Facebook and 
posted it on their their pages. I even got one up in uh, in in, uh, in the Netherlands. I forget which one. <laughs> yeah, somebody oh. in in uh, Europe uh, posted. Uh, so that was interesting. The, the name escapes me offhand, but uh, Rob Arts, that's his name. He's been posting in, in Europe. So uh, I'd like to thank all those and go f- check out their websites. And uh, yeah, I'm sure there's more stuff than just me <laughs> on their pages. So, so how's we're that? St- we're still taking credit because that's what we do. That's right. Yeah, you guys are the ones that put us over the top. So. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <clears throat> taking full credit on that one. Absolutely. Take that, Star Joe's. Take, Your take play, credit sir. for writing the book, too. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Don't show Mark Weber. Uh, it, it was kind of random, but uh, everybody's friend Sam Sears posted on Facebook today and put up some, uh, the Marvel Age issue where they said, meet the new Joes. Mm-hmm. And I was just thumbing through it and you know i have it but it's buried somewhere and i hadn't looked at it in ages and it was interesting some of the stuff you see in there the edge hopper yeah or uh stardust or in hot spot for uh sci-fi right and i i knew those but it was cool to see them again and then i flipped to the last page you put up and it was cross country and i was you know cross country is a bit of a star cross joe see what i did there um (laughs) But given that he's probably not as politically correct as he should have been or should be now. But I looked at his file card name and it's different than the file card, the file name he ended up with. It's Slaughter in this Marvel Age book. And I went, no, I went to (laughs) real quick. And sure enough, he was E5. So you know what that would have meant? Yeah. Hmm. Would have been Sergeant Slaughter. A year before Sergeant Slaughter actually joined the G.I. Joe's. Interesting. <laughs> Somebody actually caught that and changed yeah. it, or if it was just random. But the idea that Cross Country was that close to being the original Sergeant Slaughter. Interesting. I love that there's little slices of this fandom that even diehard lifelong fans can stumble across, mm-hmm. you know, 38 years into it. Like may, may have to include that in the book. <laughs> yeah, no, so Sam Sears. Yeah. Absolutely. From what's yeah. on Joe Pine. You know what I love about that issue is all the variant color schemes of the characters. Yeah. It's really neat to see them in what I don't know if it was Marvel's idea of what they were going to look like or or if it was the, the official color schemes that Hasbro gave them at the time, but the, it's neat to see them in the alternate color schemes. Well, I love that Iceberg is yellow, right? Yeah. And you're like, who's going to make a yellow snow guy? And meanwhile, what is it, European Blizzard is out there just waiting, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you're the Nicholson Joker. Wait till they get a load of me. Yeah, exactly. Oh, goodness. Who else you got for shout Which, out? Which, by the way, those Marvel Ages will be in the book, by the way. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Uh, I was just giving a little shout to Sam. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's it. I mean, I think we've we've pubbed up uh, Joe Colton plenty for her uh, pending nuptials. But let's give a shout out to Wes, the wrist lock, for, uh, <laughs> you know, 
being the not the creepy fanboy, but the handsome fanboy from Baltimore. <laughs> who, uh, who took Colton off the market. So congratulations to them both. There you go. And uh, uh, you know, Joe Colton, you're you're stepping out for a couple of weeks, so you're get you're going last. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna let you go last to have the that that uh, that gravitas. Okay. But, uh, my shout outs, of course, uh, to the the unsung fourth man, the hero of, of what's on Joe Mind, Rack Time Rob. Again, go get the the latest Rack Time on our Podbean channel or wherever your audio Podbeans, uh, wherever you get your audio uh, podcasts. <coughs> As uh, Rack Time Rob covers the latest issues of G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero. That would be 274. Eh, maybe. And G.I. Joe number eight. So a couple of, couple of winners there. The honcho is looking to double check my numbers, which is, is good. And Dead Game number two. No, wait. No, that's next. He did not get that one on this. Dead Game number two will be the next episode of Rack Time. Yeah, it takes a long time to squeeze those things out. The special, <laughs> special twentieth episode of Rack Time. Uh, Want to give a shout out to our guest Roger Taft and his co-author Josh Egabeen. Congratulations, gentlemen, on getting funded. One more time, small round of applause. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, is the twenty-first episode of Rack Time going to be the silent episode? That is going to be the one where everybody drinks a lot. <laughs> And, and passes out, which will make it fairly silent there you go. afterwards, yes. So I guess Joe is hosting that one? <laughs> Might be a Jello shots all around. <laughs> and uh, give a shout out to our fans, of course. Thank you for coming by and spending your Thursday nights with us. We see a lot of uh, similar names week after week. I apologize. There's a lot of weeks like this week where we've got a lot to squeeze in. And so uh, we don't get to questions from you guys like we hope to. But, again, thank you all for being good sports and for coming back week after week. Uh, please make sure to do all the YouTube things for us and like, the, subscribe to the channel, make a comment, uh, and share this video wherever you have your social media. Uh, we really uh, – we are we are growing slowly but surely. Uh, we still need your help. So uh, help us get there. and. Um, I don't know. We'll do something. We'll do something special when we get to to a thousand subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and uh, Joe Colton. Yes. Your shout outs. Um, I'm gonna shout out to my parents. Um, for learning how to uh, work a smartphone. Uh, they're in their <laughs> late seventies and very immigrants and. Cannot do it, but for the last uh, week, they've been doing very well. And we even did a Zoom meeting, so I'm very proud of them, um, just to prep for the wedding. Uh, I'm gonna do a shout out to Wes for helping me um, get everything together and ordering tables and being patient with me. And a shout out to Maggie, Sandy, Sarah, and Faye for being supportive and Maggie for helping get the rest of the tables and also helping me with everything else I need to do for the wedding. So. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Everything's like wedding mode right now. Hey, I believe it. I've, I've been through one. It didn't, it didn't stick real well, but I believe me, I've, I've been there. It's, it's a, a learning. 
experience. Yeah. It, I'm yeah. actually thankful it's only like 20 to 22 people. Um, but yeah, like if it was like the 300, I, I don't think I could handle that. That's a lot of people. That's what, like the, that's like a pond. Well, I assume Mike and I were 23 and 24 and just didn't quite make it. <laughs> we were probably in more like 299 and 300. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. When there's a vaccine, we'll have a very big uh, celebration and have you guys come down. It is it is outdoor, right, Joe? Yeah, it's it's in our backyard. Okay, I, I couldn't have made it anyway then. So. <laughs> no, no, yeah. and we were probably, in fairness, we were probably more like 264 and 291. But yeah, yeah, whatever. No. Anyhow, right. but but again, congratulations to you both. Yeah. Uh, all joking aside, we're we're just you know thrilled to death for you. Let's a round of applause one more time. Joe Colton and the wrist lock, Wes Whitlock. And, and, the, and the wrist lock. Yeah. And, of course, uh, a reminder to everybody, as Joe Colton has, has just thrown out there, we are still in the middle of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, it is not uh, done just because we're tired of it and we want it to be done. Please make sure to wear a mask when you go out. Uh, try and minimize uh, any unnecessary travel, as Mark and I have, by not right. going to Joe's wedding. And uh, despite the fact that we absolutely would be there if that was a at all a wise decision to do. Um, again, we're all in the boat to, together. So uh, the sooner we all try to help one another out, the sooner we all get to get out of the boat. Um, so exercise your freedom of choice. Uh, wear a mask. Limit your, your travel. Uh, maintain social distance. And, you know, maybe wash up once in a while. <laughs> oh, and vote! Absolutely. Oh, yeah. If you haven't voted yet, vote. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's uh, uh, early balloting has opened in most places, so uh, get yourself out there, uh, get your ballots cast. I, you may still be able to register if you haven't. Uh, your your mileage may vary on that one, um, and. Uh, you know, it's a big election, so let's let's get out there and make our voices heard. Um, you can be a real American hero. <laughs> Vote. First time. So, yay! So, right. I, I'm sorry you had to start with this one. Uh, you know, you know what? I'm not. I'm glad she's in on this one. I'm thrilled she's in on this one. Mm -hmm. So I'll, Joe Colton, I'll set you up to, to take us out on this one. Yeah. So so for, for my co-hosts, Mark Weber and Joe Colton, for our special guest, Roger Taft, uh, the co-author of After Action Report, go find it on Kickstarter, <laughs> link down below. Yes. Like, share, subscribe, yes. and stay tuned for the next live-streamed episode next Thursday at 9. It's going to be a very special Oh. <laughs> well, that's that's making him just like <laughs> that's that's live broadcasting for you, kids. Have a great night. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for having me, guys.
<laughs> Thank you, Roger. We're You're gonna, welcome. Thank I'm, you. I'm letting it sit for a minute so that everybody can watch the honcho hit the button. <laughs> Oof. That's my, 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 my here. Okay.